Hey, Community of Hope, on this Easter Sunday, I'm excited to share this word. I believe it's a word that can be a major blessing to your life today. And I want to go from scripture and scripture from Luke, the 23rd chapter, the 13th verse, Luke 23, 13. It says, Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who is inciting the people to rebellion. I have examined him in your presence and have found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. As you can see, he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will punish him and then release him. With one voice they cried out, Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us. Barabbas had been thrown into prison for an insurrection in the city and for murder. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again, but they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! Now if you'll go with me for our second scripture, Luke, the 24th chapter, the first verse, Luke 24, 1. It says, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. He is not here. He has risen. I, I want to share today, uh, if you allow me to have a word of prayer on the sermon subject, the power of a risen revolutionary. The power of a risen revolutionary. Let us pray. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We're grateful, God, for this day. We're grateful for your hand. We're grateful for your power. Now, God, we ask that you would bless, God, this word. Bless those who hear. And, God, we're believing in Jesus' name that you shall get the glory out of it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The power of a risen revolutionary. Now, Community of Hope, it's been some kind of a week. It's been some kind of a week. Last week, this time, it was Palm Sunday. Last week, this time, Jesus was entering into Jerusalem in a victorious celebration, in a, a warrior king's kind of an entry, in a triumphant celebration. Uh, that Jesus was entering back into Jerusalem. The crowd shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna, uh, blesses the king of the Jews. In the midst of it all, uh, now here we find ourselves by the end of the week, the same crowd that was shouting Hosanna is shouting crucify him. The same crowd that is shouting Hosanna is calling for his head. Jesus has to go through several court hearings. Jesus has to go in front of the Sanhedrin court. Jesus has to go in front of several of the leaders. And by the end of Friday, Jesus finds himself being sentenced to death and death on a cross. But I'm so glad that that's not where the story ends. But here we find ourselves Sunday morning on Easter Sunday. But if you would allow me, I don't want to get so caught up in celebrating Easter that we don't talk about the revolutionary nature of what happened during the week. Because the truth be told, Easter is not just about Jesus getting up, but Easter literally is about a dynamic power struggle that happened with folks who wanted to hold on to power. The Easter is a time in which we are able to see people who did not want to grab a hold of this kingdom of God preaching that Jesus was doing, 
uh, this new way of looking at the world, this new way of looking at possibilities, this new way of looking at relationship with God, this new way of being in this world. And folks wanted to hold on to their power so tight that they killed the very one that was coming to save them. Uh, I, I want you to, to walk a journey with me today uh, as we walk through a holy week and get ourselves to Easter. Now, we're going to get to Easter celebration because he did get up, but I don't want you to miss the power of a risen revolutionary. And so my brothers and my sisters, one of the first things I want you to understand as we're dealing with this risen revolutionary, or what I like to call this revolutionary resurrection, is you've got to understand that sometimes justice is not just. That's right, sometimes justice is not just. Uh, here you have me and I'm in front of the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Uh, this is supposed to symbolize justice for all of America. But the reality is, is we know that for many of us, we have not received as much justice as we would like. Uh, even right now in Minneapolis, uh, you see Brother Derek Chauvin, and he is on trial right now uh, because of what he did, uh, how he murdered our good brother, Brother George Floyd. The reality is that even though it looks to be what we would consider an open and shut case, that we know that the justice system has not always been just to us. And so therefore we know that we have to pay attention and worry about if justice will actually be served. And so here in front of the Supreme Court, I wanna reflect on the revolutionary nature of our risen savior in that if you look at what happened to him during his trials, you will see that he was first dealt with and handled by the high priest in the Sanhedrin court. The Sanhedrin court was one of the biggest religious courts of the land. The Sanhedrin court was this great place of discussion, this great place where justice was supposed to be served. But these high priests had been appointed by the Roman government. And so the high priests, instead of being as focused on the spirituality of the children of Israel, of the Jews, were more caught up in keeping the peace and keeping the status quo for the Roman authorities. The high priests wanted their power much more than they wanted any kind of things to move forward. And then when Jesus came talking about and preaching this kingdom of God, uh, it, it caused the high priest to understand that they were going to have a challenge. And so here you have Jesus in this court, in the Sanhedrin court, but yet you realize that justice was not just, uh, that it was rigged against him, that, that there were false witnesses against him, that there were lies against him. And I don't know about you, but isn't that what it feels like sometimes to be a black person in America? That you just can't get seem to get a fair shake that in this justice system this justice system uh, seems to be an imbalanced justice system but I've come by to let you know that you keep on fighting and you keep on pressing that's why we have to make sure to hold our justice system here in America accountable that's why uh, we have to make sure that we are lifting up the names of brother George Floyd uh, so that we do not allow them uh, to cause and uh, allow that police officer who murdered our brother by keeping his knee on his neck for all those minutes uh, to be able to get off. But that's why even as we reflect on this revolutionary resurrection, it doesn't just allow us to shout about Jesus getting up, but it causes us to be called to action to fight for justice right where we are. 
What would have happened if someone had fought for justice right there in that Sanhedrin court? What would have happened if someone had stood up while folks were lying? What would have happened? I'm talking about they saw Jesus heal sick and they saw him raise Lazarus from the dead. They saw him cause blind to see and cause, and, and cause those who couldn't speak to speak. But yet nobody would speak up for him when he took care of all of them. And I'm telling you, my brothers and my sisters, if we are going to be the people of God in this season, the church of God has got got to stand up in the light of this revolutionary resurrection and fight for justice wherever we see fit, that we have to make sure that the justice system of this nation is held accountable to all of its citizens. Why? Because for us, justice has not always been just. Hope, the second thing I want you to understand as we deal with this revolutionary resurrection is that power will do whatever it takes to hold on. It's an interesting thing, but I wanted to come uh, today to the scene of the crime. That's right, here I am at the U.S. Capitol, where on January the 6th, there was an insurrection. People came up here because they felt that their voting rights had been uh, mismanaged. They felt that their votes did not count. Uh, but the reality is uh, that their votes counted, but they wanted to do everything to make sure everyone else's votes did not count. Why? Because power will do anything to hold on. Uh, that what you watched in this past election cycle was a white supremacy doing whatever it could do to hold on to power. And so they sat and they stormed the Capitol. Folks who said Blue Lives Matter were beating up on police. It's an interesting thing, it's an amazing thing. And we all know that if that had been people who looked like us or if that had been Black Lives Matter protesters doing that, we all know there would have been a bloodbath down here, but yet uh, nobody seemed to get hurt except for the police. It's an interesting thing. I came back to the scene of the crime because here we have folks who came here and they tried to overthrow our U.S. Capitol, the Congress of the United States of America, because they felt they had issues with their votes being counted, even though it was a hyped up charge. But the reality is, if there's anybody who should be upset about people trying to make their votes not count, it should be people of color in this nation. I told you all that power will do anything to hold on, that after the past election, what happened? That, that you see that down there in Georgia, that those legislators have come together to try to steal the voting power of our brothers and sisters. They have shaped laws that literally are aimed at keeping people from being able to vote. It is Jim Crow 2021, but I've come by to tell you that if we are going to be revolutionary in our resurrection, if we're going to understand the power of the resurrection, then you've got to understand uh, that Pontius Pilate, uh, who, who was a political leader of that day, uh, was one of the ones who sentenced Jesus to death. Uh, they took Jesus to one of these high places of power, like our U.S. Capitol. And in the midst of it all, that Pilate sent them back to Herod. It was almost like the Senate uh, sending them to the Congress and, 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 and to the House. And then the House sent them back to the Senate, back to Pilate. Uh, but Pilate then said, look, I'll give y'all somebody else. But they said, no, we want Jesus. It was trumped up charges. Here you had a place of authority and power, but yet, because people wanted to hold on to power, uh, that Pilate ended up allowing Jesus to be crucified, sentenced and convicted him to death. I'm talking to somebody today because if you 
are going to understand the power of this revolutionary resurrection, then you've got to understand that we have to make sure to fight in places of power because uh, we are fighting against powers and principalities in what? high places, that folks did whatever they can do in Georgia to tear down our right to vote. Uh, but you've got to make sure that right here in this U.S. Capitol that we get through the John Lewis Voting Rights Act because there needs to be protections at the federal level so that the states can't do what they're doing. Uh, I know this seems like a different kind of an Easter sermon, but I'm telling you that Jesus was a revolutionary risen Savior and that his resurrection at his and his focus was revolutionary. The third thing I want to share with you, Community of Hope, is that resurrection is a revolutionary proclamation. That's right, resurrection is a revolutionary proclamation. One of the things that gets me about this resurrection, I told you it was a political hit job. Uh, that whether it was the high priest, whether it was Pilate and Herod, that it was a, a coming together of religious leaders and political leaders all trying to continue to perpetuate the Roman Empire. That empire was the center and not the kingdom of God being the center. But I want to thank God that resurrection is a revolutionary proclamation. What do you mean, Pastor? Well, if you look at the last scripture I shared with you, what you will see is the sisters went to be able to take care of Jesus' body at the grave. Uh, but when they got there, there was nobody there. And when they got there, the angel sat and talked to them and said, why are you looking for him? He is not here. Uh, the, he's risen. And somebody, uh, I, I, I don't know about you, but that is significant. That is important. Now, I have always, for most of my life, gotten excited about the resurrection because he rose as Savior. I've gotten excited about that. But I didn't realize and think about the fact that Jesus' resurrection was not just about salvation, but it was also a radical proclamation of that Jesus in his resurrection, in the act of being resurrected, in the act of getting back up, that Jesus was telling every power that could be that no matter what they did to try to stop them, they couldn't stop what God was doing. In other words, that he came preaching the kingdom of God. He came preaching that God was ushering in a new reality into the world. He came preaching that God was doing a new and a fresh thing. And the high priest wanted to keep it bound. And so they wanted him dead. And so uh, the, 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 and the Roman authorities wanted it down because they didn't want anybody empowering the poor. Uh, but yet in the midst of it all, Jesus is getting up from the grave. Jesus' body not being there was a revolutionary proclamation. It was a statement to the world uh, that no matter what you do to hold me down, nothing can hold down the move of God. And I don't know about you, but that's good news today. I don't know about you, but that's good news to your own life. I don't know about you, but that's good news to what I'm believing we need to be doing in this country. I don't know about you, but that's good news to the oppressed and the broken down and the tore down and those who find themselves on the margin of society, that if you put your hand in the hands of the Lord, then there is nothing that can stop you 
from getting back up. I've come to talk to somebody who you've been down. I've come to talk to somebody who you've been beat down. I've come to talk to somebody who you've been broke down. I've come to talk to somebody who you decided to lay down. And I've come by to tell you it's your time to get up. Because when you get up, you are telling everybody that tried to hold you down that no matter what you did, that God can get me up. That's the power of resurrection. On this Resurrection Sunday, I want you to walk in the power of a revolution resurrection to say no matter what they do against us no matter what racism or sexism or classism no matter all of the kinds of, of people in power that try to hold us back and to hold you down you keep getting back up you keep fighting and you keep struggling I, I don't care how rough it is on your job you get back up I don't care how rough it is at your house you get back up I don't care how rough it is in your finances you get back up I don't care how rough it is in your relationship you get back up that you keep getting back up because every time you get back up, you're getting back up in power and the power of the resurrection. I'm so glad today that Jesus got up. Why? Because he got up, you can get up. And when you get up, you're making a revolutionary proclamation to the world that I matter. That's right, that my life matters, that I am somebody, that I shall be who God has called me to be. And nothing can hold me down. No power in hell can keep me from all that God has in store for me. Somebody today, I'm speaking directly to you. You've been down long enough and it's time for you to get back up. It's time for you to rise. It's time for you to shine. It's time for you to give God the glory. And how can you do it? Because Jesus got up. He got up so you could have the power to get up. He got up so you could have the power to be something. He got up so you could have the power to live and live life more abundantly. I've come today to remind you the power of a revolutionary resurrection. The, the, the Roman Empire tried to keep him down, but the Roman Empire is gone. But Jesus' name continues and reigns. Why? Because his resurrection was a revolutionary proclamation. Community of Hope, I, I'm so blessed I'm so blessed, I'm so blessed on this Easter Sunday to remind you that because he got up, you can get up. If you're watching today, if you never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, there's no better day to give your life to Christ on Easter Sunday. There's no better day to recommit your faith or to join a church than Easter Sunday. This is the Sunday that we reflect upon the fact that because he lives, that we can face tomorrow. That because he lives, all Fear is gone, that because we know who holds the future, that our life is worth the living just because he lives. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says that God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you've done. But at Community of Hope, we say it like this every single Sunday. With the Community of Hope, where everyone has a chance. We don't care who you are, what you've done, or who you did it with. We don't care if you did it last night or woke up doing it this morning, but we believe that on today, right now in this moment, you're in the right place at the right time to become all that God has called you to be. And we believe that God's got a blessing with your name, slam on it. If you today have never accepted Christ, give your heart to him today. If you today uh, need a church home, 
today is your day. If you want to rededicate your faith, today is your day. You want prayer, today is your day. Right there in the chat room, they got a link right there that you can click or just text hope decision, one word hope decision to 474747, hope decision to 474747 and let God make all the difference in your life. This is your day. If you're making that decision today, I want to pray with you. Matter of fact, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. It's my words, but it's your faith. I want to say, God, I thank you for Jesus who died for me and you raised from the dead that I could be saved. Please forgive me for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus to come into my heart and be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person that you've called me to be. Well, I thank you that I'm saved. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Now look, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, if you just gave your life to Christ, we want you in this moment to just wherever you are, text hope decision, one word, hope decision, to 474747. We want to get connected with you. We want to be able to follow up with you. But most of all, we want Jesus to make all the difference in your life. Look, COH fam, happy Easter. So excited about all that God is doing. Don't you forget next Sunday, April the 11th, at Iverson Mall from 10 at 10 o'clock, we got free groceries we're giving away. It's your day. It's your moment. Now I want to have a closing word of prayer and benediction for you because I believe that God can make all the difference for you. Let me pray. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you. What our eyes have seen, our ears have heard, and our hearts have felt. Now may the grace of God, the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide now, henceforth, and forever among these your people. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, COH. Have an incredible, incredible Easter. I love you so much.